1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. High noon on a Wednesday. Can't get more middle of the week than that. Nice to have you with us on the Bruce Hooley Show. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com apps. Our own app. Search 989-FM-The-Answer in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Got your tickets yet to the American Leadership Forum? Sunday night, Genoa in Westerville. It's going to be a great night. I started the 11 o'clock hour talking about why it's a great night. Sure, it's a great night because you'll get all the Senate candidates up there on stage. View the body language. Hear the answers to Hugh Hewitt's questions. Yes, Hugh is coming in. Hugh is on a quest to rack up more frequent flyer miles in a week than i do in a year he was in california at the nixon library he's back in washington now he's coming to columbus uh, jet lag would be an issue i'd struggle with if i were you hewitt but he's apparently used to it he's going to be doing great work on the stage with aaron bear from the center for christian virtue they will moderate This conversation, debate, exchange of ideas, whatever you want to say. There are conservatives involved, so there will be an exchange of ideas. Uh, There will not be cancel culture involved. And that's why you should be there Sunday night. That's why you should be there because you should look around the room and say to yourself, hey, hey, look at the number of people in central Ohio who think like me. Look at the number of people in central Ohio who, like me, have prioritized this evening as an important enough time, a consequential enough time in our nation's history to come out and make a very purposeful evaluation of who I should support for Senate, sure, but of more importance, I think, to encourage myself that I'm not the only person who thinks that if you're born a man, you are a man, whether you say you are a woman or not, that there is No such thing as chest feeding. And that the people at Netflix are not going to set the cultural tides that my kids are going to grow up with. I'm going to have a voice in that. I'm going to have a say in that. I'm going to intervene in my local school board and make sure that we actually teach authentic American history, classic literature, Not some, oh, won an award from an organization full of leftists, so, well, it's award-winning, so I guess we have to teach it. No, that's why it's important for you to be there Sunday. So get your tickets, 9890answer.com. You're not going to be among a small group of friends either. There's going to be a lot of people there, a lot of people there. You're going to be amazed how many people are there and encouraged to. Now we have news on the school front locally. Columbus Board of Education accepted a new deal last night with its uh, non-teaching employees, bus drivers, secretaries, uh, cafeteria workers. This will take them through the middle of 2023. They've been working without a contract this fall. They get a 3% base salary increase and a $2,000 retention bonus. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, It might be a pretty good deal. I don't know. I haven't read it. But here's the quote from the uh, honcho involved on the uh school board side. Is it everything our members wanted? to no. know? Is it everything management wanted know? Usually when everybody gets less than they want, it's probably a pretty good compromise uh school board school bus driver numbers for Columbus as of the middle of September, they had six hundred and six bus drivers for five hundred and sixty routes. Uh, last year they had 765 drivers they've lost 150 drivers and they had 704 routes last year they've cut that by 150 so they boosted the pay from 11 bucks to 1850 1850 to drive a school bus you're earning that money so they've uh, Averted a strike in that regard, and I suppose that is good. Also on the school board front, when are we going to get the Ohio General Assembly in gear, engaged, and doing something about Jenna Powell, Republican from Arcanum, and her bill the protect women's sports act? Remember, she tried to attach it to the name, image, and likeness bill, and oh, my goodness, oh, the Ohio State athletic empire is going to crumble, said liberal columnists in the state if we have to wait three days longer to be able to pay our college football players. Oh, heaven forbid. Wow. It is utterly amazing. The Buckeyes have been able to get to number five in the national polls after losing a game. Having had Jenna Powell's Protect Women's Sports Act momentarily attached to the bill that allows Ohio State athletes to get cars and cash for winning the genetic lottery and becoming good football players i'm so thrilled for them i'd be more thrilled if the protect women's sports act was actually a law in this state like something similar has become law in the state of texas or will soon become law against the stringent objections of course of the biden administration they are denouncing a proposed texas law that would allow only biological boys to play on girls' sports teams. That's the Protect Women's Sports Act. Same bills here in Ohio. And our General Assembly, under the questionable leadership of Bob Cup, is allowing it to languish just like they let the bills, the various bills on eliminating vaccine mandates languish. What are you doing, Bob Cup? How about you do your job? How about you protect the freedom and liberty that the people of oh uh, people of your district elected you to do? That would be nice. So, for those of you saying never criticize a Republican, uh, I criticize a do nothing Republican, and Bob Cup's not getting nearly enough done in the Ohio House. So, here's what the Biden administration says about this bill in Texas that would. Keep girls from having to compete against boys. And it's really not just about having to compete against boys. It's bad when girls lose races or get injured in physical activity like uh, wrestling. Yeah, they have girls wrestling in Texas. And a couple of years ago, they had a boy named Mac, well, he was a transgender girl uh, named Mac. Not many girls I know named Mack. Mackenzie, maybe, but Mack, no. Uh, He was winning all kinds of matches. Imagine that, a boy with natural physical strength advantages over girls. A boy with narrower hips, more muscle mass in his legs and arms. Imagine, he was doing well against girls. The Biden administration says this hateful bill in Texas is just the latest example of Republican state lawmakers using legislation... To target transgender kids. Ah, the old familiar, pay no attention to what's really going on, pay attention only to what we say is going on. So an effort like this, according to the Biden administration, is targeting transgender kids. It's not protecting biological girls who vastly, vastly outnumber transgender kids. Now, you can't make a law that picks a side that is going to please everyone. But you have to make laws that are A, constitutional, and B, fair to the vast majority. Okay? So when you are in the Biden administration's eyes, targeting transgender girls, they don't want to say this hateful bill in Texas is just the latest example of Republican state lawmakers using legislation to protect biological girls. (laughs) That's exactly what they're saying when they say to target transgender kids. Uh, Pete Buttigieg trafficked in this in an appearance with Jake Tapper on CNN when he went on to defend taking two months paid maternity leave for adopting two kids with his gay husband. Uh, you will hear Pete Buttigieg engage in the same kind of nonsensical defense of his indefensible actions amid a shipping and transportation crisis in the United States. That's next on The Bruce Woolley Show. You know, maternity leave is not something I've ever considered taking. Like, when we had our first child, I took vacation. Uh, when we had our second child, I took vacation. When we had our third child, uh, I think I took two days uh, off because it uh, we were butted up against a weekend, and I went back to work. Now, I didn't go through any physical upheaval. I had the easy part, just uh, being supportive of mom. And uh, grandma flew into town. Uh, my uh, parents were there. Everything was good. So uh, maybe Pete Buttigieg and his husband, Chastin, don't have family around. I get it. My guess is they have a nanny, probably. And that's fine, too. Make your own personal choices. I think it's deviant that they are allowed to adopt two kids. I feel bad for the kids they've adopted. Sure, they'll have a lot of money, probably. But God ordained the family for there to be a nurturing mother and a uh, father who was kind, strong, resolute, protector, provider. Those lines can and are often blurred, but not to the extent that Pete Buttigieg and his husband Chaston have absolutely eradicated them. But Pete Buttigieg, as it concerns his performance as the transportation secretary... Should be evaluated not at all on his sexual orientation, but upon his performance. And when you have uh, more than 70 ships floating around in the harbor outside the port of Long Beach, port of Los Angeles, and they have hundreds of thousands of enormous shipping containers on them, one that would fill up the entire back of a semi-truck or one that would comprise an entire train car. Then Pete Buttigieg has been an abject failure at his job. And we come to find out as these shipping containers pile up and goods are not being delivered and the store shelves are empty and Christmas shopping is imperiled, which of course has uh, dramatic implications for the American economy. We find out that Pete Buttigieg has been on maternity leave, paid maternity leave, for two months. Two months. Two months. 60 days. Like Pete Buttigieg, if you count back 60 days from right now, went on maternity leave before football season started. And he's been on paid maternity leave ever since. That's the 60 days, okay, period. We're not even at 60 days into football season yet. School has not been in session for 60 days yet. Pete Buttigieg paid maternity leave. Didn't have a baby, okay? Adopted a baby. No physical issues there with Pete Buttigieg. Oh, wow, I'm really not feeling very good today. I adopted a kid yesterday. I mean, come on. So Pete Buttigieg has justifiably taken criticism for this. And Tucker Carlson is an easy guy to pick on if you're Pete Buttigieg or Jake Tapper of CNN who had Pete Buttigieg on the air uh, just yesterday.
0: This is the first time you've been on the show since you
1: and your husband, Chaston, welcomed twins, Penelope and Joseph, into your family. Uh, you just returned from paternity leave, which Congress is debating right now. Some conservatives have been citing your experience in an effort to mock the very idea of paternity leave. Take a listen. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. What's your response? As you might imagine, we're bottle feeding and uh, doing it at all hours of the day and night. Uh, And I'm, I'm not going to apologize to Tucker Carlson or anyone else for taking care of my premature newborn infant twins. The work that we are doing is joyful, fulfilling, wonderful work. It's important work, and it's work that every American ought to be able to do when they welcome a new child into their family. So you notice what he did there? He presented a case that no one is making. He refuted a case that no one is making. He's being criticized for lousy job performance as transportation secretary. And so he goes on national television with a friendly host, somebody who will lob it underhand to Pete Buttigieg or put it on the batting tee for him to swing his sword and cut Tucker Carlson and all the rest of us who think it's ridiculous that he took two months paid maternity leave by saying that I'm not going to apologize to Tucker Carlson or anyone for taking care of my, and he had to slide in their premature, their home. They're not premature they're not anymore. Premature newborn infant twins. Is anybody asking him to apologize for taking care of his infant twins? No. No, no one is asking him to apologize for that. What we are asking him to apologize for is taking two months off. What we are asking him to do is to be accountable for the job he has. See, this is like big boy politics, Pete. I know it's not South Bend, Indiana, where you can let the potholes go unfilled. But when you take a job as transportation secretary and you tell everybody, you know, I think trains are cool. Like, I really like trains. Okay, good. Good for you, Pete. You played with trains as a boy. Wonderful. Fantastic. Can you make the trains run on time? Can you get those shipping containers? Off the water into the port, lifted onto a truck or onto a train car, transported to market, and goods on shelves. Can you do that? Fantastic. If you can, great. If you can't, that's what we're going to criticize you for—not for caring for your inborn, pre—your your unborn, or your born, or your premature, or your mature, or however you want to criticize, uh, uh, characterize them. Nobody's saying it's not joyful, important work. And nobody's saying that they have a problem with anybody taking maternity leave. That's not what Tucker Carlson is saying. It's not what I'm saying. It's not what the American people are saying. The people are saying, hey, we're paying you to do a job. And you are at the top of the chain for accountability when the job doesn't get done. Biden administration is lying to you about the fact that the ports are now open 24-7. They're not open 24-7. The Long Beach port, one terminal, one of seven, is open 24-7, four days a week. So it's not open 24-7, it's open 24-4. And it's one terminal out of seven. They don't have the truckers, they don't have the crane operators. And the only thing I care about With Pete Buttigieg is him saying "Ah, this supply chain issue will happen for the rest of this year and probably throughout 2022. Well, then it's time for a new transportation secretary. It's time for somebody who can get it done. Maybe it's time for you to go home to Chaston and bottle feed your kids. And sit there and stare each other, stare into each other's eyes about how fortunate you are to have kids when biologically you were not born with the ability to have kids. Okay. Like, if you don't want to do the job, don't say you'll do the job, because we need you to do your job. See, it's not hateful, intolerant, bigoted, homophobic to say, we're paying you to do a job. You're not doing the job. Do your job, Pete. Do your job. If you don't do your job, we're going to criticize you, and it's fair to criticize you. We're criticizing you on your merits, or in this case, your lack of merits, because they're glaring.